the most beautiful place in the world, where a Tar Heel blue sky blankets Murphy on its way to the Tennessee border. It's a long way from Raleigh and the Outer Banks, but we're living in Carolina too. In fact, you might call it Extreme Carolina. With more, here's Michael Borkman. Welcome, welcome everyone to the show, Extreme Carolina. The show that focuses on great people with great stories who prove in their everyday lives that anything is possible. We strive to bring you relatable life lessons from interesting and inspiring people as they live out this purpose on this earth. Folks, get ready. It's time once again for some good news that you can use and we, we were able to catch up with this lady for the second time. And I tell you what, we are just so happy and just so wonderfully blessed to be able to have her the second time. And we just want to say thank you, thank you. And without any further ado, let's just bring in Miss Willette White. And she is an amazing, amazing woman in her own right with the next step with passion and purpose. Let's all welcome her with an extreme Carolina welcome. Hey, Willette, girl, come on in here. <laughs> Michael, how are you this morning? Well, we are doing fantastic, girl. We're doing great. And why don't we start right there in case we missed it last time? Let's start with next step with passion and purpose. Now, there was some kind of way. How did that come about? That actual name? of next step with passion and purpose, which I absolutely love, by the way. Yeah. I mean, I think it was, it was very intentional. Um, I've always liked the term next step, even just looking at my life and with passion and purpose has always been two words that have resonated with me. In fact, I have a tattoo on uh, one of my shoulder blades that is Chinese characters, and it says passion in Chinese. Wow. And underneath it, it has the word, the English word passion. So that that word has always been, has always resonated with me, like I said. And purpose was just the intention, being very purposeful about uh, what I was doing in the business that I was creating. Nice. Now, so, <laughs> got your tattoo, did you? <laughs> how, how old were you when you did that? Well, it was a, uh, it, it was definitely within the last 10, 15 years. Um, really? It just was very significant for me. Um, my other shoulder blade is the breast cancer ribbon. I had lost a sister of breast cancer. So I put that on one shoulder blade and passion on the other. I'm not a big tattoo person, but these really spoke to me and it was really important for me to have them. Okay. All right. Well, they, uh, yeah, cause I saw a lady the other day that had, uh, had a tattoo that was coming down uh, close to her feet and, uh, you know, and I saw it and I said, man, I can't tell what that is. She looked at me and she said, well, I've been trying to cover it up. That was a indulgence in my youth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, this was very intentional decision. It was not a youth decision or a one night uh, after having gotten a little wild. No. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's great. Well, now let's just now let's just stay with this coach Willette. And I'm sure a lot of your past um students still call you that, Coach Willette. 
And many, uh, many still call me coach, coach white or coach or Willette. Um, I have one of my best friends to this day, Michael, I coached her at the university of Washington back in the day, and she cannot call me by my first name. It is coach <laughs> white. And that is all that I will ever get from her. And this is literally 40 years later of a relationship. Now this is a, now she's your best friend that you coach. One of my, one of my, one of my best friends. That's how important the relationships are to me. Wow. i tell you what that, you know, that, you know, that's really, really strikes home with me. And I'm sure with a lot of folks that you take or not only take, you took and still are taking that serious about being the answer for women's athletes and uh, helping them make that transition. Now, how hard has that been to make? Well, I know it's hard for them to make transition, but how hard is it to get not only them, but their parents? to sit down with you and, and have a talk. Yeah, I think it's really challenging because um, I might have mentioned this last week that um, the ability to think ahead to maybe put their shoot in their uh, put uh, themselves in the shoes of a freshman college athlete mm-hmm. or on campus on a college campus or a parent of a freshman college athlete uh, can be somewhat challenging because um Right, whatever is in front of them is the most important thing. Uh, once they gain that scholarship, there's a lot of relief, mm-hmm. and um, they understand what it's what it's taken, the resources and the time, and the relief is justified, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. But I think the inability to put themselves uh, in looking towards that next step mm-hmm. um, can be a little bit challenging. Yeah. Well, as we continue to chop that part up. You know, yes, it's challenging for sure. But now here you are coming, talking to my daughter. I don't know nothing about you. I know you, you know, got the 36 years and you was a big dog or big chief (laughs) (laughs) in CAA, but I ain't never heard of you. And and here you come, coming to talk to me. And I'm dead. And, you know, Mm -hmm. of course, you know, got my wife over here being the mom. And for us, we want the best for our daughter, even though she don't realize it, even though she knows we love her, but she's got her eye on, you know, she's a phenomenal basketball player. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, she's like the big fish uh, in this little pond that she's in. Of course, now she's getting ready to be a little fish in right. a bigger pond. And right. so I guess that's what I'm asking, you know, is that, you know, for them making that transition, not only them, but us, the parent, making that transition, I guess, would be extremely hard. It's it's uh, it's no doubt about it. It's challenging. It's challenging for the parents. They have their own transition that has to take place. The relationship eventually changes, especially if your daughter's going away from school, uh, yeah. going away from home. Uh, the relationship does change and their role does change. Um And so I think it's a matter of the conversations that I do have. It's a matter of making sure I provide a clear outcome to what next step can provide a family. And that is to alleviate the challenges and the pitfalls that female student athletes have as they transition to college athletics. 
And mm-hmm. I can bring out statistics. I can talk about safety on a college campus. I can talk about uh, the percentage of student athletes that leave their sport within a few years of getting on campus. I can talk about um, the depression and anxiety. And those are all critical pieces in providing a parent like yourself or you know your wife um, the outcome of, of what uh, Next Step can provide them as a family. And that's an important piece. They're not going to sign up for Next Step because of me or because mm-hmm. of my 36 years. Mm-hmm. It's about the outcome that is provided. Nice. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm listening now. Okay. You got my attention. Okay. I'm listening as a parent. And uh, because we always want, but some parents, you know, is only looking and listening for, okay, I want my kid to be in the WNBA. You know, I right. want to go all the way to that top level, which, as we know, only a minuscule number ever make right. it to that place. And so, you know, and a lot of us, we stuck on that. We stuck on the WNBA, and mm-hmm. uh, we know our kid can make it. We don't even care about the grades and all of that. So, <laughs> you know, how do you get a parent that's thinking and talking like that to get to where they really supposed to be, or even if they ever get there? Well, that is a really important question if they even get there. But I think my approach would be, Um, looking at all that she's going to encounter her freshman year in college, if it became more smooth, then she could put more time and energy into developing her skills. And she's not worried about um, uh, uh, failing or she's not worried about being this small fish in a big college campus anymore. We can alleviate all of those concerns and have some tools and strategy and a smoother path. Mm-hmm. Then she can put more time and energy into her craft. Also, the other piece is, Michael, maybe those aren't the families that I want in my program. Mm-hmm. If they're if they're if their focus is completely their daughter going to the NBA, WNBA, then maybe it's not a good fit because they're not looking at all the struggles and challenges that she's going to have as a student athlete. They're not looking at um, um the independency that needs to happen or the growth that, uh, from failure that needs to happen or the ability mm-hmm. to communicate uh, for themselves. If all of those things aren't important to them, maybe it's not a good fit. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> Girl, you read my mind. I was going in that direction. I mean, because <laughs> everybody is not for your program. I mean, right. you know, we, that Absolutely. just makes sense. It just makes sense. Everybody's not, but, the fact of that you're willing to say that up front, you know, which really now, okay, you could have lost me, you know, but you are willing to say, you know what? I'm willing to fire you before you even hire me, you know? So, <laughs> so I like that, you know, to me, that is so cool. I mean, that is cool beyond measure and it ain't all about the dollars and cents for you. Right. Right. And, and right. don't get me, you know, I'm sure it don't get you wrong. You taking the check, but uh, you want to make sure that you and your company make a difference. That's what I'm hearing you say that we totally, totally, you make a difference. 
Yeah, absolutely. It is about making a difference in a female student athlete's life and preparing for and getting her ready for this next challenge because she has no idea what she's in for. Her parents have no idea what they are in for or their or their daughter is in for. So it is a passion of mine to be able to map that road out. And it's not about the dollar and cents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could easily um share with the family that it's not a good fit. I can't help your daughter average 20 points in college. I can't help her um, be in the starting lineup the first game. That's not why I'm here. Mm -hmm. The pain that I have seen is why I'm here for Mm -hmm. to alleviate all these, all these uh, struggles that, Mm -hmm. that female student athletes experience. I love that. I love it. Now, speaking of the, the struggles that the student athlete experience Based on your experience, what has been the biggest challenge once they get there? Okay, we said, all right, we let we like you, we like your program. All right, we sign up and we send our girl off to college. And when she's get there, and you've seen this many, many times, what's the biggest challenge for that young girl to handle? Well, I think the biggest, some of the biggest challenges are if they don't go through my program are going to be how to navigate um, all these time demands. Um, The time management piece is huge. And she's not only having to answer to her coaches, but now she has to answer to five to 10 other different people and having meetings after meetings, after meetings with uh, many different people on campus, whether it's her professor or her tutors or her um, her learning specialist, whatever, um, nutritionist, uh, weight room, strength, conditioning, uh, many more meetings. So the time demands are, are nothing that they can imagine coming mm. from high school. So we really deep dive into that and how to manage that and how to um, put in some tools and strategies prior to going to make the transition so much easier. And I think the other thing, Michael, is what is really challenging is going from that big fish Mm -hmm. in a small pond Mm -hmm. to now this small fish, sometimes Mm -hmm. a second stringer, most often a second stringer, Mm -hmm. not a starter. Uh, right out of the gates is really, really challenging um, on um, they, there's doubt and there's fear and there's, and there's um, lack of confidence and all Mm -hmm. these things that arise uh, during those, uh, that transition period. So um, I think having the knowledge going in of what to expect and what to anticipate, I think is really, really helpful. Yeah. And there's so many other topics, Michael, that, 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 but I think, you know, those are the two biggest things and learning to speak for yourself, learning to yeah. advocate for yourself, having those difficult conversations. Yeah. Well, you definitely going to have to have a, I mean, cause I'm, I'm sitting here. Why in the coach, my kid on the bench? No, I'm not standing for that. I know she <laughs> should be a starter. What the wrong with you coach <laughs> exactly exactly and that you're not far you're not far from what happens michael you are not far from what happens um yeah. uh, that happens quite regularly yeah. and instead of um sort of allowing the process to work right and to trust the process because the parent yeah. they you did sign off on it yeah. you did give your blessing to go to University X. Yeah. And now you have to trust the system and trust the process. Yeah, but I ain't signed up for her to be on the bench. But anyway, 
I get you. And I know what you're saying. So they need to get in early on, as you said, so that you will let them know and keep them from being like that, to keep Mm -hmm. them from having that problem, keep them from being a, you know what, on the bench, you know, or up in the stands. And so I love that. That is so great. So if people want to know how they can get in touch with you, because we got people all over the world looking at this. So how do they find Will Ed White? You know, let, let's tell them right now. How do they do it? Yeah. Um, my my email address is nextstepww at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. They can also find me on Instagram, which is nextstepww. Pretty simple. Um, and then my business phone number is 541-632-332. Okay. Wow. Okay. We like many it. of ways to get a hold of me. All right. Everybody heard that. Plus, we're going to put that in the show notes. So if that was too fast for you, don't worry about it. You can come back, play it again, and you'll see it on there. We'll have it in the show notes. Now, and then we, Michael, I apologize, yes. but my, my website is nextsteptransitionalcoaching.com. Okay. Y'all got that. Next Step Transitional. That's the website where all the information is at right in there. So uh, speaking of information, we, you know, we, we didn't get a whole bunch from you last time and, and we wanted to try to deep dive in there to see what information could pull the cover back. Let them see that you ain't really a hard case that you're not just here trying to, you know, make sure the daughters get it. But we want to know a little bit about you. What happened to you that really what you saw? They really wanted to make you do this to try to make a difference. You know, what, what was going on then in your life? Uh, I don't know if there was anything in particular going on in my life, but every year I saw the same challenges. I saw um, uh, young female student athletes having the same struggles mm-hmm. and, and sort of making the same not so good decisions year after year uh, about how they were going to manage their time and their social life and all of those things. And now with the social pressures having increased with social media, along with, I'm telling um, you. I think I mentioned last week, last time we spoke, Michael's is safety on a college campus takes on mm-hmm. a whole new meaning these days. Huh, um, you ain't kidding. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we're talking mean, yeah. about abuse and harassment and, um, uh, uh, using power as a tool for uh, against female student athletes and even male student athletes. It's just not the females. Yeah. Um, there's abuse um, out there, a plethora of information that you can Google. Um, so I think it was just um, having been so passionate about athletics and having been in female uh, women's athletics for 36 years, there was no, there's no better individual to talk about these topics than myself. Yeah. And, that's, uh, and I believe that strongly. And I'm, I'm the only company out there that's really focusing solely on this transition and not the recruiting aspect and not the SAT scores and all of that stuff. That's really? not a part of what I do. It's the transition piece solely right. is, is my sole purpose. Well, so I can't find if I don't like the way you look, what you talk, whatever. I can't just go out there and find somebody else that's doing what you're doing. Well, I think there's other companies that have a piece to their um, business that they help with the transition. But there's no one out there who is doing it with 36, 36 years of experience. Woo! Folks, if you can't count, that's a lot of years. Okay, <laughs> that's a lot of years. And you'll be able to know that's 
anybody doing anything for 36 years, if they don't know what they're doing by now, <laughs> I tell you, that's a long time. So people pay attention. She's got the experience. Now, one question that we have got to ask you. Now, we're just getting mm-hmm. off of that and just getting slowly on you. We're getting Coach White okay. out the way. This is Willette. Now, Willette. Let's do it. What's something about you that surprises people? Um, <laughs> you asked me that last time, and I said my uh, my logistical mind. Um I had a little bit of an experience last night that drove me crazy. I woke up at three in the morning with my mind just spinning and did not fall back asleep till six and got up at seven. So my mind is always spinning and um, it's a blessing and it's a curse, especially at 3 a.m. in the morning. So I don't sleep really well a lot of the times. Um, So, and it is because of my mind spinning and, all that I have to do and what's next and uh, what should I be doing for my company and all of these things that just uh-huh. go through my mind consistently. So that was surprise people that about you. Well, what they found out. I don't know if it's a surprise. Sometimes it, it's a surprise for people to um, hear about my uh, childhood uh, in terms of, uh, and even the number of people that I've lost in my family and yeah. the grief that my family has experienced. So yeah. I think there's probably many things that could surprise people about me. Yeah. Well, I tell you and what, I don't really ever talk about it. Yeah. That now that now that part of you is definitely would be a surprise because you would think a person like you would be a little more outgoing, a little more outspoken to be able to get across what you're trying to say and for folks to do, especially when you were a coach, you know, and uh, but now you're not a coach. So I guess now you're rolling back to your original who you really are self. And and so that would be a surprise to folks who knew you 10 years ago and to see you now. They were like, wow, I didn't know that she was like that. She's really an introvert. How about that? Right. And uh, (laughs) so, you know, that is truly, truly amazing. Now, uh, uh, probably one of the last questions I'm looking at the clock saying, wow, where'd the time go? Man, (laughs) and having a good time here. Now, if, if, if I were to ask you, and I'm going to ask you, then what would be the best advice that you've ever received? Oh, the best advice I've ever received was uh, from my father. There was two things. My father uh, made sure that we all understood whether we did it or not, but we all understood that we needed to save for a rainy day. And what that rainy day looked like could be a number of different things, right? It could be your car breaking down. It could be you know, some hospital bills. It could be anything. Um, But he was really adamant about uh, getting that point across of saving for a rainy day. And I think I've done that very, very well. Um, And it was something that, you know, we all heard growing up. The other piece of advice, Michael, was uh, never burn a bridge um, because you don't ever know uh, whose help you might need in, in the future. Uh-huh. And that has always stuck with me. Um, I can safely say to this day, I've uh, probably only burned one bridge and that bridge <laughs> I don't really care about, but um, 
it was it was just really important to me to maintain mm. relationships and maintain yeah. um connections with people yeah so i can be of service to them if they yeah. need it and i can okay. ask favors of, of them if i need yeah. it don't burn no bridges. Yeah, that's a good thing because you never know, you know, because and now here's a part about that that a lot of people don't realize, you know, when somebody is acting crazy or stupid and they right in your face saying stuff, you got to realize this. You don't really know what's going on in their life at that moment. Right. You right. have no idea what's happening. Of course, they acting crazy and stupid on you. And but it's hard, you know, not to say, well, you better get up off me, you know, <laughs> come back at them, sure. do something. But I like the advice that your dad give. Hey, don't burn the bridge. Just say, you know what? Let's me and you talk later. You know, I ain't, you know, right now I got this to do, that to do. But now, and that's some good. Do you turn that advice into your business model with uh, part of working with the girls? Well, I think it's um, never burning a bridge. It's also about relationships, right? Yeah. So that's that's a really important piece for me in in this business model is developing relationships and developing the trust between two parties and two people who are going to collaborate and work together. That's nice. really really important to me and and um, my passion for what I'm doing, my vision for what I'm doing, all speaks for itself. It, this yeah. is about um, the female student athlete and building those relationships so I can support her. Um, yep. prior to her going away from school and if i need she needs that support when she's at school wow that is so cool so cool man i wish we could talk a little longer but we can't i'm looking <laughs> no, at the no. clock oh my goodness talk two times and we still didn't get it all that's right great. right but, this uh, great. <laughs> but i tell you what i've enjoyed it and i'm sure my guests have enjoyed it and this has been fantastic the other guests that i've had they even enjoyed they told me i've got to go back and listen to her to let's you know interview let me see how that was so we just mm -hmm. want to thank you we just got to get out of here though the clock is ticking thank tick, you well thank you so much we let we wish you all the success in the world that you're willing to go for and that you're willing to earn which i know you are and uh you know the good lord go with you and and just keep you and that everything go great Folks, we got out of here. We thank Willette. She's been great. Y'all know how to get in touch with her. Just go to the bottom and get those notes and just call her up. Get on, get in touch with her. She'd love to hear from you. She can help you and your daughter to get to the next step or your niece, you know, whoever that little female is in your family. She can help them out. Mm -hmm. So thank you, Willette. We appreciate that. Okay, thank we got to get out of here. But before we do get to that quote, we got to say this. This is very important. <laughs> Ultimately, Extreme Carolina is committed to you folks, our listeners, to bring you leaders and newsmakers like Willette or Coach White here that are passionate and purpose and driven to making a difference. By listening to their stories, Extreme Carolina listeners will have an opportunity to refuel and reconnect by getting inspired, by unlocking the power of the people. Folks, here it is. Get ready. Willette Coach White is going to do our quote of the day today. She's going to do it. Here it is. I'm going to give her a drum roll first. That was the drum roll. Okay, here we go, Coach White. Let us have it. Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. Coach John, Coach John Wooden, 
Look at that. Now, Coach White, love it, love it, love it. Thank you for that. We appreciate it. We got to get out of here. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Go to michaelborkman.com, and you can see this all you want. We appreciate you. We love everybody. Take care. Peace. We out. We out.